Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. It's a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories and news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or a mug of tea or a pop as we like to call it here in the North Country and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. The other day as we were sitting at the kitchen table, my best half pointed out the window and yelled, Look! As I looked up from my morning peanut butter toast, I saw the biggest black bear I've ever seen around here. It was right out in the backyard, jaunting across towards the river that's just across the next field. We have bears in the area, and we'll see a mother bear and a couple of cubs, or the cubs from one or two years ago. It's not super often, but it's becoming more regular this summer. Our backyard has become the path to the river. There is a reason for the increased bear population near us. It seems that if any bears wander too far south towards the Twin Cities and the suburbs and they become a nuisance, they trap them and release them near us at the back entrance of the state park. That's about five miles away. And if they follow the river, which they do, they'll eventually wind up in the field and woods by us. I read once that bears have about a 50-mile radius they wander around in. Bears can be quite the nuisance at times. Our neighbors have replaced many bird feeders as a result of the bears smashing them to the ground. Our neighbors now wind up gathering their feeders every evening and storing them in the garage until morning. For us, we're a bit more lazy when it comes to summer bird feeding. We don't fill the feeders until late fall or early winter when the bears are going into hibernation. It's just quite a hassle to do every evening, take your bird feeders in. And bears also love to rummage through the garbage cans when they're set out the night before the pickup. Along with the bears ambling through our yard, there's also a field full of sand cranes and wild turkeys and many deer grazing each morning and evening. Just a multitude of rabbits yipping coyotes nearby at night and that little red fox that wants my chickens badly. A few nights ago, I was having trouble falling asleep, which isn't an unusual thing. I tried reading, listening to music, and yet I was tossing and turning, just getting more agitated at myself for not being able to fall asleep. But finally, around 1 o'clock in the morning, I dozed off. Just as I was getting into that good sleep, you know, that REM sleep, I heard loud yipping. Well, I was now laying there wide awake once again. I figured it was a coyote out behind the barn in the field of soybeans and would soon scamper off to the river. It was a cool night and the windows were open so I could hear every little sound out there quite well. I soon realized it wasn't a coyote, as usually there is a pack of them being very vocal. As I was lying there listening, I realized it wasn't the yipping sound that I was used to from the coyotes. It was a lone critter with a kind of sassy yip combined with a high-pitched bark, but not a dog. As it kept barking, I could tell it was getting closer than behind the barn. It was sounding like it was about 10 feet from the chicken coop. I turned on the video camera I had hooked up to check on the coop, and all of the chickens I could see were very content. They were perched on their roosts and not looking like they were in any distress. Meanwhile, the barking and yipping was getting closer to the coop. So I got up and I looked outside to see if I could see anything roaming in the yard. I couldn't, but I did continue to hear the ruckus it was creating for a few more minutes. 
Just as I was getting ready to go out and see what the trouble was, all the yipping and barking stopped. I crawled back in bed and listened intently to see if there was any more noise. All was quiet, and I dozed off and got a few hours of sleep. With the help of the electric fence, the fox couldn't get near the chickens. Actually, at one point, I think it tried and got zapped. I heard a more injured type of yelp and then nothing but silence. The next morning, I went out to the coop to make sure all was well, and it was. The hens in our rooster top hat greeted me at the gate for their morning Fruit Loops to peck at. I obliged and flung them a handful of Fruit Loops and a bonus handful of mini shredded wheat squares. I went back into the house and sat at the kitchen table once again and watched as the critters started coming out from the woods to graze on the grass and soybeans in the field. There were a few short of a dozen turkeys and several squirrels and rabbits hopping around by the old swing set left over from when the grandkids and their parents lived here. It was a regular, peaceful St. Francis of Assisi moment. As I sat there intently watching all the wildlife bounding carefree back and forth in the yard, I looked up and saw an eagle flying above and circling the buffet of critters on the ground. All of a sudden, there were rabbits and squirrels and even the turkeys running for cover. The yard and field was emptied in a matter of seconds. It kind of reminded me of the movie Toy Story when Sid, that neighbor kid that's not so nice, would show up and all the toys would disappear and tremble. Yep, that eagle, it's now referred to as Sid. Yep, Sid the eagle. He circled a little longer and then flew on down to the next field looking for breakfast. From rambling bears to tiny creatures like the toad that comes into the garage to cool down on the concrete, the wildlife is a sight to behold each day. Well, until I see the enormous bull snake stretched end to end across our driveway, or worse yet, lying in the garage cooling down. That has happened, and yes, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I screamed like a girl when the Beatles came to America, but not in a good way. I don't do snakes, ever. Never. Nope. I don't like snakes. Each morning as I sit at the kitchen table or out on the deck and look out on the field, it's such a reminder of my surroundings. I look around, I listen, and at times I even get a whiff of fresh cut hay, and it never ceases to amaze me of all the beauty that surrounds me every day. If I'll just take that moment to stop and become aware of where I am in the greater scheme of things, Here's hoping we always take the time in our busy lives to just stop for a moment and become in tune with our moment. Until next time, many blessings. Hi, this is Sue from Solid Rock, Minnesota. Thank you once again for taking the time to listen to our podcast or read our blog or check in at our website. As always, it's fun to see where our listeners and readers are from. There are many from all over the 50 states in the United States and close to 50 countries all over the world. Never in our wildest dreams did we anticipate more than a few followers. We're amazed. Our hope is you will tell a friend to check us out at the podcast or the blog or on the website at www.solidrockminnesota.com where you can always find the links to the podcast and the blog. We'd love to hear from you too, so please feel free to drop us a message when you visit and let us know where you're from. And if you're needing a Minnesota connection, send us your address and we'll send you an official Minnesota postcard or a Solid Rock Minnesota bumper sticker. Yep, an official Minnesota souvenir, yours for free. Until next time, may you be surrounded with life, laughter, family and friends, people who truly know you. Many blessings. <laughs>